Hi and welcome to Leitrim Daily. My name is Brefni Early and you are listening to episode 109 of the show. Today I am taking a look back at the weekend's action in the sports roundup across the county. We're going to be looking at hurling, a little bit of Gaelic football, touching into ladies football and also a look at the rugby and soccer around the county and involving some of our elite athletes across the country. First up is the hurling final where Clooney Imont were up against last year's champions and Connacht junior champions Carrick Hurling as they bid for their 33rd title. A tight game from start to finish, never saw more than a few points between the sides. 16 points each at the final whistle meant that it would take extra time to separate the two sides. A penalty for Carrick in the first few minutes of extra time gave them an opportunity, but a fantastic save from the netminder from the north of the county saw the teams remain level before Stephen Goldrick did pop up to redeem himself and stick the ball in the back of the net for what proved to be the decisive score. Carrick running out winners by two points on a scoreline of 120 to 21 points after extra time. At the end of the game, I caught up with some of the players and coaching staff from each of the teams involved. On the Carrick side, I spoke to their manager, Olkin Conway, their captain, Cahill McCran, their goal scorer, Stephen Goldrick, and man of the match, James Glancy. While for Manor Hamilton, the disappointment in Declan Ryan's voice is all too clear. Declan Ryan at Clooneen, it's a tough day. Yeah, disappointed now to say the least. Um, felt we were moving well when we went three or four points up early on in the game that we uh, had every chance, but we just never seemed to be able to put them away. And they're a good team, they had a strong bench to come in, so they were, uh, yeah, they're tough opposition. Disappointed now. It was in the balance right up until the very end of the game, though. But there was a good sp- spell from Carrick where they got three quick points just before half time and they clawed you back to level just at the break. Was that kind of when the tide started to turn against you a little bit? Uh, we believed all the way through. Um, I mean, I'd say the goal was probably a big turning point in terms of us and our belief. But uh, before that, we believed the whole way through that we had every chance and that we were going to beat them. It, it is still uh, just a, a two-point defeat to the Connacht champions at the end of the day. Where do Clooney go from here? Uh, like We had nine lads, I think, on the county panel last year. We knew we were had good hurlers there and we've been putting in a load of work in the training field. So... Um, I think onwards and upwards, we know we're there, thereabouts, and the hunger is still there. Watching Carrick celebrate today, delighted for them, but we won it next year, and it's, it's a tough pill to swallow. Well, listen, thanks very much for having a word with me. I know it can't be easy after defeats like that. Thanks very much. Ulkin Conway, manager of Carrick Hurlin. Congratulations, another county title in the bag. Yeah, hard fought. Uh, never easy when you play Manor Hamilton in the county final, that's for sure. They, they come with an appetite and a, and a ferocity that uh, if you don't match it, you certainly won't win a county title. And uh, you know, they they were we were lucky in the day. They were unlucky in the day. Uh, the game could have really went either way. But we're we're happy to get over the line where we won the match. And, and at the end of the day, that's what that's what counts, you know. In terms of the game, it was tight the whole way through. Did you think with the missed penalty at the start of extra time, maybe your chance might have gone to put a bit of distance between you and the opposition? Ah, not necessarily. I, I'm training these lads now for what the last three or four years, and I know their character. I know what they're like. They're they're a serious bunch of lads, you know, good lads, and they'll never lie down. They'll fight to the end, and that's all I ever ask for. If you keep fighting and keep trying, you know, if you lose, that's fine. But as long as you give it everything you have, that's all you can ask. And these boys always do. They give it all they've got. So that's that's uh, that's what makes me proud. 
Stephen Goldrick came back well after that missed penalty to, to nick the only goal of the game, which proved to be the difference in the end. How proud are you of these young lads coming through, the next generation of, of hurling in the, in the county and winning the club? Well, it's, it's, it's great to see the young lads coming through because there wasn't much coming through for a few years. There's been a massive amount of work done at club level uh, at underage till to make sure we have a conveyor belt of players coming through and you know they've started coming through in the last year or two and uh, you know these are quality lads with you know good attitudes good personality they look after themselves and more importantly you put them on the field they'll, they'll lie down and die for you and that's all that's all we ask for you know there's a Connacht Championship to come of course but there's a bit of a distraction the fact that five year team are involved with Leitrim Gales they have their own Connacht Intermediate Championship to go how does that affect your plans over the next few weeks? I know that will not affect us too much now, to be honest. Myself and Mal Guckian, you know, we're, we're, we get on well. He's a, he's a good lad. I, I know him. We'll be friends. So, you know, we've already, um, you know, we already talked about it last week that if the two of us get over the line, what we can do. And, and I want the Martins to go and give everything they can for Leighton Gales. And Mal wants the Martins and Stevie G and the lads to give everything they can for Carrick Hurland. So there's no... To be honest, there'll be no real issue there. We'll figure it out as, as two managers and you know, we want to look after our dual players, that's very important because the lads want to play both sports, so the onus is on both managers, himself and myself, to to try and help help these lads, you know, um, because they're they're good lads and uh, we both want them to play and we both need them to play and that's the important thing. I, I, I'd love to see them do well in the football championship as well as the hurling championship, that's just the way it is. Well, listen, Olkin, thanks very much for chatting to me. Congratulations. A 33rd title for Carrick Harlan, which is no mean feat. Uh, well done today. Yeah, thanks, Brett. Cheers. Thanks. Colin McCran, captain of Carrick Hurling, must be delighted to lift that Stephen Dorian Cup. Yeah, yeah, as I said, uh, it's a bit extra special for me. Stephen was a neighbour, and uh, go on with Mickey and Helene and the family. And do you know, as I said, it was a lifelong dream to lift a trophy. It was a bit extra special, especially as I named after Stephen. So, yeah, thrilled. In terms of the game today, what's your thoughts on it? Oh, I. I to play it, I thought it was an excellent game. Excellent, like uh, it, as I say, it was a real, it was a step above every other game we played. It was a real battle. It was it was hard fought, and uh, you have to credit Manor, you have to credit Carrick as well. The character shown to keep coming back, and you know we led at vital times, and I think that's the that was the key. We led at the vital times. Mr. Penalty at the start of extra time. We were worried that you it might slip away from me then. Just momentum might be with Manor. No, no, because um, I remember just looking up the scoreboard a few minutes later. And I think we had tagged three points straight on. So, look at it balanced itself out. And uh, no, no, the character was in the lads. I don't think. You know, we we kept coming from behind, and once we got the lead, you see it in several games. Once you take that lead at the right time, it's very hard to roll back, uh, roll a team back in. Like so, it was very physical in stages. You probably like that kind of battle yourself. Ah oh, yeah, sure. Look at we've a strong, we've a strong mention the Mortons and sure Connor Byrne. I think all day. I think he was carrying men at some stage. So I was hanging over him, but yeah. But but that's the way Manor play it, and you know, I, 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 it, it makes for an enjoyable game. In terms of hurling in the county, obviously you would have been a stalwart of Gort Letra. They don't no longer play at this level. What's the future for hurling? Is the two teams north and south of the of the lake? Is that the future, or can you see a Gort Letra coming back into the fold? Um. It, it, it's hard because when we were playing with Gorletcher, we had uh, when we won, we had lads. You know, we could train. Mickey believed in not training. You know, but I probably has moved on. There's a lot of young lads now. You see in Carrick, and it's going to be hard to get back. And look, at, I don't know. I think it's going to be a Carrick manner for a few years. And yeah, see after that, maybe Ballymore. There was a bit of talk, like you know, from talking to one or two lads, they wouldn't mind getting a rattle back. But with Ballymore going so far in the football, it's hard. You know, so just hard to get time to to get other teams out. You know. In terms of the the next couple of months for Carrick, obviously you did, went on a run last year, got to 
won the Connacht Championship, got into the All Ireland series. What's the hopes for this year in terms of progression through those championships again? Um, you know, as I said there, it's only a couple of short months ago we were very disappointed men in Mullingar and we spoke that we could get back there but we didn't overlook this one because if you overlook this we'd be sitting at home for the rest of the year but I think we're out again next weekend in the Connacht Club and that ain't going to be easy but we're going to give it give it everything we can because we want to retain that Connacht title now it's the one that's on the line so the Leitrim one's in the bag so Well listen Carl congratulations another county title for yourself and for the club here Thanks a million Thanks a million referee Stephen Goldrick match winner for Carrick Hurling today that was a nice goal you got in the end uh, yeah, it was, was alright, I'll take it. I uh, should have won earlier, but sure, they all count. In terms of the penalty, what was uh, your thoughts immediately after that? Um, I suppose next ball is the main thing, but uh, pity it didn't go in, but he made a decent enough save and went out for 65, but the main thing is he got the win at the end of the day. In terms of the, the week you've had, it's been a, an interesting week. Finished last Sunday as a county champion with Leitrim Gales, tonight with Carrick Hurling. You've got Connacht Championships on two fronts now. You're a busy boy. Yeah, it's been it's been a hectic enough week now. Um, we had good celebrations last week, we had good celebrations tonight, and then we'll focus on uh, the respective Connacht um, games in the football and the hurling. So we'll enjoy it. You're holding that cup pretty tight there. Is it coming home to bed with you tonight? No, I think it's it's going home to um, Cotton McGrand's house tonight. Congratulations today and well taken goal to match to win the match. Cheers, referee. Thank you. James Glancy, man of the match today. It was a fantastic performance. Uh, look, I don't know about that, but it was a, it was a, it was a good hard game, and um, I think we just, just done enough to, to win the game in the end. So I think that's, that's all we wanted. Obviously, it'd be great to, um, you know, to, to go out and um, put in a serious performance. But we knew it was going to be a tough game against Manor Hamilton, so we just, we, um, we just, um, just done what we had to do at the end of the day, and uh, just got across the line in the end. You seem to be everywhere in that first half, in particular. You made a couple of blocks for almost certain scores down your end. How how nice is it to to kind of come out again on because three championships in a row? But it had been a while. Maybe you hadn't won one when you were so used to winning them the whole way through your yeah. teens and twenties. How nice is it to be back on a bit of a roll again? Yeah, it's great. Like I, like it's it's definitely you feel you definitely feel like you're in it after playing a game like Manor Hamilton. I think that's what makes it um, more more special. And, and you know, I think everybody's kind of feels like the you know the, they're worthy of winning a county championship after beaten a team like Man- as good as Manor Hamilton so um, like it's, it's probably the last couple of years even though it's down to, to Carrick and Manor Hamilton two teams in the county championship it's a lot more competitive than it has been in a long long time so um, I think that's that's definitely um, that's a, yeah makes it all the sweeter to, to come out on top How nice is it to have such seasoned campaigners as yourself Colin McCran Connor Byrne in there the Mortons particularly Liam and Colm, yeah. um, to have that experience of having been there, done that for, for many years. Yeah, I, I think we've kind of, we've stuck together. I think that, that, that's been very important. A lot of the, like like everyone, the lads have came up through the, like the, the Mortons and all the lads have came up through underage and then, um, but they've, they've stuck at it and now they're kind of mature, mature, the more mature lads in the team and, um, you know, like, there, we're, we're all there now, and there's more young lads coming through again. So hopefully that continues into the future. But um, yeah, it's definitely very ex- uh, important to have experience in, in matches like that. Um, and I think it definitely stood to us to, to have to have um, just maybe that bit more experience in the end. Yeah. Sligo opposition next week, possibly away in Sligo. Yeah, I yeah, I suppose it was all about today really. But um, yeah, we, at least we can focus now on a, on a kind of kind of club game, which is which is great. You know, it's a it's another big championship match, and I think that's that's what everybody loves playing big big matches. And uh, we we just get get knuckled down during the week and look forward to, to that game next week. 
Okay, listen, James, congratulations today. Both championship win and, of course, your man of the match award. Thanks very much, Ref. Carrick now move on to the Connacht Junior Championship, and they are out again next Monday, this day week, and they face the Sligo champions, Nave Owen, in a Sligo venue on Bank Holiday Monday. The very best of luck to them as they look to regain that title that they won last year. In Gaelic football, there were three games in Division 1 of the Senior League. Glencar Manor and Fianna did not field teams and therefore shared the points on the weekend. Gortletra were badly beaten at home by a rampant Leitrim Gale side, 6-15 to 4 points, the final score there. The game of the weekend, however, was in Balnamore between Sean O'Heslands and Mull. Balnamore raced into a 1-3 to no-score lead in the first 10 or 15 minutes of the game, but after that seemed to take the foot off the pedal. Despite Keith Byrne seeing his penalty saved, a second-half goal from Donald Flynn saw the Mull side edge back in front. A one-point deficit going into the last few minutes for Balnamore looked to be manageable when a scorable free was blasted directly at the goalkeeper on the line. And despite a couple of other opportunities later in the game, Balnamore could not equal the scoring and went down by a single point and thus missed out on their place in that final next week. And as a result, on head-to-head results between the two sides, St Mary's of Carrick, Pip, Balnamore, Shauna Heslins to that final spot. I spoke to Keelan McHugh after the game. Keelan McHugh must be disappointed after the the game today. Yeah, yeah, bitterly disappointed now. Pity, like, we put in a lot of work all year and for it to come down to the one day, you know, it was, it was, it was a game of two halves, really, and Mohol were, were fired up and they, you know, they really went for it now, especially the last 20 minutes of that. Um, but... Yeah, very disappointed, absolutely now. It seemed to be your day. You were 1-3 up to no score after about 10 or 15 minutes. The keeper saves a penalty and it just looked like it was going to be your day and it just didn't quite pan out. What would you put that down to today? Uh, I wouldn't really put it down to anything now. I think, you know, we prepared well coming into it and, you know, lads are very disappointed from last weekend. Obviously, it's going to have a bearing on it. But um, I think, you know, we went out and we really wanted to prove a point to ourselves more than anything. And yeah, we got you know a great start and possibly got too comfortable maybe and you know let Mohol back into it then and um, half time came we thought you know as I said before the wind you know the wind was a, a big factor as well but yeah Mohol were definitely up for it now in the second half and you know we just when we had the advantage at the start we should have pushed on I'd say more than anything. In hindsight, do you think it was fair to ask you to come out and play this game a week after losing the championship final? Ah, uh, yeah, no, I'd, uh, I know, I, I wouldn't, you know, I wouldn't have any sour grapes with that really now. Um, you know, it, it was nearly our own doing that there was so much weight on the game earlier in the year. If we had performed in one or two games that we let slip earlier on, you know, today wouldn't have meant as much. But, you know, that's in our hands. So, no, I, I wouldn't really, you know, be giving out about that. I wouldn't blame that too much now. It's a hard luck today. I suppose it's a disappointing way to end the season over the last two weekends. But I think the future is quite bright for Ballinamore. You've, you've really impressed a lot of people this year. No, hopefully now, hopefully. Thank you. We're delighted with the support we have and we're very lucky in, in that regard, definitely. There was a lot more excitement in the Mohol side. Quite relieved to have beaten a fancied Ballinamore side at this stage in the league. 
and they will fancy their chances against the Carrick side, who have been out of competitive action for the last number of weeks since the quarter-final stage of the Championship. Ahead of next week's final, I spoke to Shane Quinn and Liam Keenan after the game yesterday. Shane Quinn and Muchel, a bit of a strange one, the way that the game played out. One-point victory puts you into a final next week. You were there anyway, but it means you play Carrick instead of Ballinamore next week. Yeah, we knew coming into this that um, if we won... Well, regardless of it, we, we knew that we were in the final, but like if we won, we had Ballamore out of the way. John Ballamore have had a serious year. Like you know, they're probably like you know they were unlucky to to lose the county final last week, and you know so we knew that you know if we get them out of the way, you know Carrick are in the same in the same position as us. They've been out of championship for a while. I'm not saying that it's going to be an easier an easier fixture, but you know at least we have the we have the beast out of the way as such. Like in terms of the game, Ballinamore had a couple of late chances and very scorable chances but didn't score them in terms of I suppose your point of view what was your thoughts going through that especially the 21 yard free that at the end yeah a few of them ones are, are fairly soft but um, I think I think Balmore must have thought that they were that they needed the win because you know, I think the draw would have put them into the final with us because you know Shane Moran went for goal he must have thought that time was up there with three minutes of injury time left it was just a strange one the way it played out like we were all kind of I think every team the two teams are waiting for the final whistle to blow and it just never seemed to come like and then you know it was unfortunate that you know, Luke missed that chance at the end but you know, that's, 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 that's the battle of it like you know in terms of the finals next weekend I believe you're not in the country though you are heading to America yeah myself and Keelan Cannon are going to have a holiday booked um, to go into America on Friday so you know, it'll be a bit of crack this week to see they'll be, they'll be trying to chop and change things but you know, it's, it's unfortunate like uh, we play we start a league campaign in you know, the start of April and we book a holiday in October, November, and you know, we're still struggling to, to, to go. Like, Is there a chance you might be able to get that change? Uh, I have to talk to the powers that be. <laughs> well, like, hopefully, it's not every day that you, that you play in the final, and you know, they, 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 don't come, they don't come around too often. We've been lucky enough, we've been in a few, but every time, every time you get to the final, you want to play in it, so we'll just have to see how the week pans out. In terms of the season, obviously disappointed to lose the championship semi-final, but does this give it a little bit of a kind of a kickback to a, a bit more of a successful season than you might have anticipated? Yeah, it does. There, two weeks ago, we were we were down the dumps, like we were away, we were like the whole. It was like the whole world had ended for us, like. But this is after kind of giving us a shot in the arm, like it, it shows us that we, we still are one of the top dogs in in the in the county, like Joe Manor. Last year, we gave them a good beating in the semi-final, and they they regrouped together and won the league and went on and. I wouldn't say walk championship, but you know they were fairly impressive the whole way out. Like you know, only it's only that Ballamore were so good this year, and I could have like man, I could have won it handy enough. So you know, it's 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 a stepping stone for next year. It closes out the year good for us if we win it. You know, there's nothing won yet, so it, it's it's always good to win. Like. Listen, congratulations today, Shane. Cheers, Brett. Thank you very much. Liam Keenan, a strange way to finish the game, but you must be happy with the result. Yeah, we're delighted with the with the with the result there. We give away a few balls there at the end. It, it, it's it's a pretty nervous time, but um, look, we we were hugely disappointed with our with our performance in the semi final of the championship. And what better way that we prepared well for today? Um, it's very difficult to get back up again after going out of the championship. But we did. We met a week later, and we've trained twice a week since then, and we got our awards today. You talk about how you met a week later. It's only a week since Ballinamore, not even six days, seven days since Ballinamore lost their championship final. Um, do you think that's been an advantage to you today? Well, look, it, it probably is. It's very, very difficult to gather yourself up again after teams with huge ambitions when when, when they're taken away from them. Um, it can be very difficult to get up on the horse. But again, look, all we were today we were worried about was, was Mohol. We weren't worried about anybody else. You face Carrick now next weekend. It, happier to be facing Carrick given that they haven't really been in competition in, in four weeks 
just delighted to be in the final. That's it. Just delighted to be in the final. Uh, we 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 knew coming into today we were in the final, but we wanted a big performance. And uh, um, the important thing for the lads is to continue that uh, great work that we've done today because we're going to need huge effort again next Saturday evening to get over the line, no doubt. Okay. Well, listen, Liam. Best of luck in the final. Congratulations today. Thank you, Brevin. At under 15 level in the county, there were wins in Division 1 from McDermott the Gales, Glencar Manor, while in Division 2, Anna Duff, Fina and Muhl all enjoyed success. Unfortunately, over the course of the weekend, the GAA world in the county was rocked by the passing of Joe Shannon, treasurer of St Mary's GA Club. Their games this weekend were postponed as a mark of respect. Our thoughts are with his family, friends and the entire community in Carrick and Shannon and St Mary's GA Club. Yes, Jay Goreva Hanum. Next weekend, attention turns to a number of games taking place. We mentioned the hurling already. While in the world of county football, our under 16s are out. They play Mead in Anaduff in the Centre of Excellence in the Father Manning Cup. They will face Roscommon and Offaly away over the course of the following two weekends. In the Vistamed Junior A Football Championship to be played on Sunday afternoon in Parkshaw McDiarmada, Anaduff and Glencar Manor will do battle for that title. In ladies football, of course, we must mention the Cube, their fundraiser, which takes place on Saturday night in the Landmark Central. A great night to be had by everybody involved and really come along and support your local club, your local participants and ladies football in the county in general. The Under-16 Championship is ongoing at the moment. No results to hand this weekend, but we will bring you an update on that in the coming weeks. In rugby, Carrick and Shannon not in action this weekend after their victory in Junior 1C Division in Connacht last weekend, while Sligo Rugby were unfortunately beaten 20 points to 15 by Wanderers in the AIL Division 2B. Matthew Early playing half an hour in that game. He joined me yesterday afternoon for a chat about the game and the season so far. Now yesterday afternoon in Wanderers Rugby Club in Dublin, Sligo faced a long journey east. Matthew Early, part of that squad, unfortunate to go down by five points on the night. Matthew, welcome to the show. Thank you very much. Disappointing to lose the game yesterday? Yeah, look, we we were there for the very end. We were on their try line, I'd say, for the last ten minutes of the game and we just couldn't get over the line. So obviously we're very disappointed with the result, but we look forward now to the week off and uh, we'll go and try and get a win now in two weeks' time. So so far in the AIL Division 2B campaign, it's been a defeat, a win, a defeat. Are you in danger of becoming that kind of week-on, week-off for maybe a home team versus not doing so well away? It might look like that from the outside, but I think we're strong enough to contest for this All-Ireland League this year, and that's what our plan is. You finished last year in fourth position. You obviously came into that squad once you became eligible at the end of the year. How does it feel as an 18-year-old to be involved in each of the AIL games so far this season? That's been a great experience. It was my goal at the start of the season to be involved as as many games as possible. So as long as I keep going, I'll be happy. Excellent. In terms of the rugby, though, it has been a great weekend for the sport in the country. Did you get to watch the game yesterday morning? Yeah, we watched the game in Sandy Mount Hotel um, when we were having our pre-match meal. So we had to forget about that very quickly before we went out on the pitch against Wanderers. In terms of the game, how did it go? The final score was 20 points to 15? Yeah. How did the game develop? 
Um, we started off well. We had a, scored a try in the first couple of minutes, and it looked like we were going to keep going for the whole game, but kind of hit a plateau then uh, towards the towards half time, and uh, we were down at, by four points at half time. So we did well to come back in the second half, but they killed us with a try ten minutes from time. So disappointing. Have to go back to the drawing board for the next game, which is in two weeks' time against Dungannon. So it, it's it's a real nice feel to it because there are teams from all over the country. Although for some reason there seems to be a heavy influence from Connacht. Most of the Connacht teams are in this division this year. Yeah, four out of the five Connacht teams are in our division this year. So we don't have a lot of travelling to do. But there's also four Dublin teams and two teams from the north. So we definitely have a bit of travelling to do. Excellent. Well, listen, the very best luck in, as the season continues. I'm sure we'll check in with you as your year progresses. But hard luck yesterday and the very best luck for your ongoing games. That game against Dungannon is, I presume, at home against uh, in Hamilton Park in Strand Hill? Yeah. On Saturday week? Yeah. Perfect. Well, hard luck to yesterday. And hopefully uh, your rugby season goes better than the Irish rugby season has finished off. That's the plan. Thank you very much. In soccer, the showgrounds in Sligo was the venue for the last home game of the season for the Bitter Red. Niall Morahan was in central midfield for Sligo, and although they took the lead early in the game, it wasn't to be for the home side. A 2-1 defeat at the hands of European football chasing Derry City, who have almost done enough to secure their spot in the Europa League next year for Sligo. Overall, very similar to last year. 42 points at this stage of the season and one game left against high-flying Bohemians next week. Locally in the Sligo Leitrim Super League, Glencar Manor had a 4-3 victory over Ballastadare United. Goals from Alan Hickey, Paul Logan, Shane Walsh and Seamus Ryder were enough to overcome their Sligo opponents despite a Dara Healy hat-trick. Dara has, of course, been on the show before he is also the manager of the Sligo Rovers under-17 girls side, which includes Myrne Devaney and Leo Fox of Manor Hamilton. Carrick Town, not to be outdone, also had a seven-game thriller. The score there also 4-3, a victory with goals coming from Stephen McLaughlin twice, Colm O'Hagan and the winner from Shane Walsh in the second half. They had its 4-3 victory over Chaffpool United, who are near Tubber Curry. I did a little bit of research on that from last week. And finally, some good news for other aspects of the game of soccer in the county. Emma Cleary is a well-known referee at national level, and she has been selected to be the fourth official in the Women's FAI Cup Final to be held in the Aviva Stadium on the 3rd of November. Of course, Dervil Byrne, who we spoke to on Friday is playing in that game, or at least is in the squad for that game, will be expected to play left-back for Piedmont United in that game against Wexford Youths. Emma Cleary will be officiating on the line. It's great news for the Manor Hamilton native. Congratulations to her. I'm sure everybody in Manor Rangers and the soccer community in Leitrim is delighted for her. And that, folks, is all we have time for today. I'll be back tomorrow with Faces and Places, where we take a look behind the scenes at last weekend's county final between Glencar Manor and Balnamore Sean O'Heslins. We'll be talking to some of the people who make Park Sean McDermott tick on a big match day like that. Talk to you then.